previously on my best friend's journal. Cam slams the book shut and throws it on the table and like bends the cover behind and this book has already seen better days. I dropped it from one inch. You drama queen. Like when you say you have an orgasm, you can't say where it feels good. It's October 27th and this says Merry Little Christmas with Kick. I do a video every year for my friend Gabriella. The next cast will be doing the shows. We will only sing White Knight to like help them adjust. We didn't do shit and we were just on vacation for a month. It was great. Well, it's kind of how I say P-E-N and P-I-N the same way. Peen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hand me that peen and you can write something down. I'm not a dancer. Let's just leave it at that. This just... does not really dance. You keep speaking in platitudes about sex that are just wrong. I'm worried you don't know how to do it. I d- how does it work? <laughs> we have enough evidence to prove that you're correct. I don't know how. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. What are you doing? It's a theme song. I know, but I just, I had to say it. I had to say it now. Whatever you're doing, stop it. Go rate, review, and subscribe. Oh my god, you <laughs> thirsty bitch. I am. Well, don't do it if you're driving. But just, you know, I'm just, while you're paying attention, while I have you. Wrap it up. Okay, back to the theme song. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, Well done. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) I think that's the first time your special skill of Disney whistling has gotten onto this podcast. Oh, well, I should do it more. It's my favorite special skill to brag about because it just doesn't matter at all. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) It's the most useless skill. So I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking the best. (laughs) Uh, Thanks very much for that. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. How was it? It was great. Uh, First of all, hi, I'm Cam. I just had a birthday. That's Mike. I he's did. a damn good whistler. I and am. this is. So you're going to say he's a dick. I'm like, what? Not <laughs> yet. A damn good whistler. Yeah. And this is my best friend's journal. Sure is. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You were looking at me when you said it. I was. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a really nice birthday. This is 33. Um, you celebrated by going to New York City. Fucking travel bug. I di- travel bug. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing people say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. That's where. That's how I celebrated. Uh, my husband had a little work trip out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, made a whole week out of it, really. Uh, saw some Broadway shows. Saw some good friends. It was wonderful. I love that city. What did you see? Um, we saw Mean Girls, and we saw, which was great, by the way. Um, saw that with my friend Casey, who I have a special history with Mean Girls with back in Indy. And we Indiana both... for the rest of the country who doesn't refer to it as Indy. Yeah. Uh, actually, Indianapolis is Indy. Indiana is Indiana. Good thing you clarified. <laughs> <laughs> then we saw Moulin Rouge, which was one of the best things I've ever seen on stage. 
It was just a fucking full, like, feast for the eyes, lavish production, huge cast, amazing dancing. They've updated all the music from the sh- from the movie. And so, um, you know, it was, like, all mashup songs. So now they've done that, but, like, with newer pop songs. So the entire second act opens with this mashup of, like, um, Bad Romance and Sweet Dreams. And it is... One of the best production numbers I've ever seen. Oh. I was like thrilled, as you would say. I've actually never seen Milan Roost. Wait, what? You've you've never seen the movie? Nope. I haven't seen the movie. Jaw on the floor. Um, it's quite iconic. Um, how have you never seen it? I just missed it. I mean, it just happens. I've seen like parts of it. It's Michaela's favorite movie, but every time she uh every time I'm like, let's watch it, she's like, No, I gotta save it for a special occasion, but it's like never special enough, so oh. we'll never see it. <laughs> Maybe you guys should throw a Moulin Rouge party where everyone has to be quiet and watch a movie. Famously the best kind of party. I'm so not into that. <laughs> Maybe I'll catch it on a plane someday. Um, I did have a bit of a issue at Moulin Rouge um, with the person. Last time you said bit of an issue, it was a boner situation. So you just had a boner the whole time? It was not that kind of issue. That was no. the exact same way you said that. Really? Movie. I do have a bit of an issue with massages sometimes. Sometimes I get a massage boner. <laughs> Oh, massage boner. Yeah. No, no, no. Had nothing. It was completely unsexual. Um, so we were in the show uh, and like halfway through the first act, just randomly two men kiss. Um, it is not a big plot point. There's like an older character who has a bit of a, he's like a younger paramour, um, also male. What's and a paramour? Like a illicit lover. Oh. Um, and Sounds like a Ben Franklin situation. He had a lot of paramours, right? Did he? Young gay men. Yeah. There's like rumors about Ben Franklin being gay and George Washington and... Abe Lincoln too. Big time. Really? Yeah. Huh. These are facts neither of us know, surely, but I've just heard this in the rumor mill. Abe Lincoln thing is like a hypothesis more than it is a factual, you know, that's not really Mm. based in fact, I don't think. think, but they're based in the Ben Franklin one on like letters. There's some gay historian who's like really into it, but I don't really know much more than that. Well, we should learn more about that. I'm I'm here for gay Franklin. Great. (laughs) Gen Franklin. Ben Gay Franklin. (gasps) Why is that good? Ben you just gay. put gay in the middle of it. Ben gay is a thing. Oh, Ben gay. <laughs> I was thinking more like Ben Gayclin. Hmm. No? Okay. Anyway. Coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> this character has a, a younger lover and they kiss once. It's not a big plot point. But we were in the second row and the guy in front of us in the first row of this play. And it's a very intimate setting. Like the first row goes up to the stage and there's like stages built out so the the cast is everywhere it is this really quiet moment and this guy in the front row goes oh god gross just really physical reaction at a gay kiss leans over to his wife like he's like having a physical like like he's swooning about how like how gross it was it is one of the gayer experiences i've had i mean it's a huge cast full of obviously gay. (laughs) that's unfortunate for you (laughs) It just, I mean, it's fucking Moulin Rouge. It's very draggy. It's kind of, um, it's kind of gender bendy. Like at one point, all the guys are in skirts. Like it's not. Sure. It's also it's 2019. It's yeah. on Broadway. Yeah. Right. And all these gorgeous gay men are up there just dancing their tits off. And uh, is there irony in that? No. <laughs> um, and this guy just has this very physical reaction to it. And so I was. He is in the wrong place, first of all. He's absolutely in the wrong place. I was so just shocked by it. So that was. Were you shocked by that? by that reaction yeah like uh, i i mean I, we see this kind of shit all the time no it's not no, like no, no, that no shocking I, it was shocking to me because first of all we're on broadway second of all it is a show about 
prostitution and sex work and people, women being mistreated and there's women up there like shaking their tits and nothing. So like, it's not... Of course he's there for the women being mistreated and for the... <laughs> I, I know, but it's hard for me to explain. But uh, if I can put it this way, the conservatism that I was raised with that I'm most familiar with, I won't say comfortable with, but that I that I like I can identify on site is like very um, equal opportunity conservative. So like, for example, my parents would not go see Moulin Rouge because it is a show about prostitution and people are scantily clad and all this kind of stuff. And also they wouldn't love the gay kiss, but that would be on par with it all. They would be uncomfortable about the whole situation. But this guy is fine with everything else, things that are... Just isolating it to the things he doesn't want to Exactly. The one thing he doesn't want to see is the gay kiss. And that, to me, just really confused me in that moment. But that's like what I'm used to, which is uh, hypocrisy among conservatives. It's they, they... They pick and choose what they want to be. Yeah, to me, that's the filter yeah. with which I've lived my whole life, so it's, I'm not shocked at all. Sure. I, I guess I get it. It just, in that moment, it, in that situation, it felt very bizarre well, yeah. and, and like it, it just setting, it, sure. yeah it made me see red for a minute and so <laughs> angry like, cam came out uh angry cam did come out i was like sitting in my uh in my seat for the whole like that was the end of the first act through intermission into the second act i'm just like seeing red I'm angry just, cam is um is the closest you'll ever see a real human look like those cartoons when steam's coming out of their ears and their faces are red oh no <laughs> it's only <laughs> that sounds awful no it's only it's only for good reasons whenever you're angry it's like righteous indignation it's never like <laughs> you fucked up my order you know it's like <laughs> angry cam deserves his anger <laughs> i i appreciate you saying that uh, i'm glad that you feel that way <laughs> but I, I i just i wanted to like say something i didn't know how to approach the subject stop the show excuse me everyone hi <laughs> really really um so anyway I, I i'm sitting here just kind of seething at this dude and then in the second act do you, do you know anything about the plot about Mulan yeah Rouge? nicole kidman as tb <laughs> yeah spoiler alert sorry everyone um the point is everybody's seen yeah. it, right <laughs> so her name is santine and she no no not santine satine uh, and satine is like it, it, we finally find out that she has consumption or tuberculosis and so we do that in a very obvious way she coughs she has a coughing fit and she brings a handkerchief away from her mouth and it's covered in blood Mm -hmm. and so we all know and then the guy her counterpart on stage goes consumption like just could not be more spelled out sure and this idiot in front of me leans over to his wife and again in a full voice he goes she pregnant (laughs) and i all of a sudden my anger evaporated and i just laughed so hard i was like oh he's just an ignoramus. He's and a stupid. <laughs> he's a stupid. And as my father-in-law loves to say, ignoramus. you can't fix stupid. Your father-in-law and many, many, many others. <laughs> my father-in-law says it more than off. More than more than your average Joe. It's like his favorite uh, saying. So I was, you know, I, I decided it was kind of funny. The woman next to me, I was sitting next to this stranger, and she and I looked at each other and just died laughing. Like, all right, all right, that's who this person is. I now understand. Very into the play. Another spoiler, Satine dies in this big fit of consumption. You know, she coughs up a bunch Mm -hmm. of blood and dies. And uh, this guy leans over to his wife again and goes, she was pregnant. Oh, my (laughs) God. Stupid to the core. I was like, dude, they spelled it out as clearly as possible. Also, this woman, the actress is this very fit woman, and she is in a cinched corset the entire show. There's nothing that says pregnancy. I mean... (laughs) Maybe she, that's why the baby died. Like the corset, <laughs> skinny and coughing up blood, and he's like, "Yep, pregnant." 
That man missed the sex ed day in school. Oh my god, he did not have a Birds and the Bees talk. Did you have a Birds and the Bees talk? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, I did not, really. Uh, yeah, you know what? You've made that abundantly clear through the <laughs> process of recording this podcast. I've given that away. <laughs> anyway, I will credit my parents with teaching me well in that way. They had a um, they had a book that my grandparents gave them, I think, very for this very purpose, um, and so they were ready when like me or my sister were to when we got to the age where we started asking questions they were like okay we're gonna sit down and read this book together i'm pretty sure uh it was called where did i come from and it's this little book where it shows like it i mean it was problematic in that it was very heteronormative you know like Duh. yeah but it takes you all the way through Shocked, like with, with I am not illustrations of like what puberty looks like and when you start getting hair and uh mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff and then uh about like you know, mommy and daddy fall in love and the penis goes inside the vagina and then there's a baby and all this. Like, it was quite explicit, but in a way mm-hmm. that I didn't find it shocking. My parents were just very even keeled about it. And that was super fine. Just hand me that book and I can fix some of the illustrations <laughs> to make it applicable to your life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that um, it was it was really early, though. I'm pretty sure it was when I was like maybe five. Oh, wow. Um, but it's because my older sister, she was three years older and she had questions mm-hmm. and my parents did not want me learning things from my older sister. So they were just like, we're all going to read this together. Wise. I learned way, way, way too much incorrectly from the neighborhood kids. Oh didn't God. Know, yeah. yeah. Didn't know what was up. We did have a, like they called it the maturation talk in fifth grade. Maturation. Yes. We were 10. But before that, I remember asking my mom a question that I did not know was like sex ed related. Uh-huh. I was like, what are those commercials, they're they're called always, and they have wings. <laughs> I didn't I, for the life of me, I could not figure out what that was. was like, and she didn't tell me. She was like, "Oh, you'll find out" or something. Oh, I was like, "I did." I had no idea. I was like, "Why?" They're very um, vague in their marketing about it. Tina Fey talks in her book that I've referenced on this podcast before, Bossy Pants. She talks about how. Uh, she was shocked to find out that a period wasn't someone pouring blue liquid onto an absorbent white cotton surface. <laughs> that's all you see. <laughs> She's like, that's what a period is? <laughs> so rude of marketing to make women think it's this like very sterile, non-bodily function. It's, that's just on brand with women's place in America. <laughs> yeah, well put. We did have sex ed in our, we also had, we didn't call it a maturation talk, but we had like, different levels of sex ed growing up. Mm-hmm. It was all abstinence only. Um, but in elementary school, we had the talk about like, they put boys in one in one room and girls in another. And we talked about like pretty much just puberty. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had hired these people. They were, I think two women to come in and one talked to the boys, one talked to the girls. And then um, I guess because of some sort of policy, we also had our vice principal in the boys room. Cause it was a man. Um, and she, at the end, this woman said, you know, you can write, I'm happy to answer any of your questions, write them down and fold them up on a piece of paper and pass them to the front of the row. And then, you know, I'll answer them anonymously. And so I had heard people mention the word masturbation. And I also heard people talking about jerking off and I knew what jerking off was. And I didn't, I wasn't quite sure if masturbation and jerking off were the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down what is masturbation on a piece of paper. Also my, the way my little kid brain worked, I don't even understand it. I do remember very specifically, I misspelled it on purpose, so maybe they wouldn't know it was me. Maybe they'd think it was one of the dumb kids that wrote it because I knew how to spell <laughs> manipulative. it. Manipulative. I was so manipulative. I did not want them to know I was writing down this question. Anyway, I passed it up to the front of the row, and this woman goes through, and she gets to my question. She opens it up and reads it out loud. She goes, what is masturbation? Pfft, 
ask your dad. Just that is so unhelpful. Fully shamed the shit out of me. I was so embarrassed that I was the one that wrote the question that she laughed at oh, out loud. That is so sad. That, that is, is. I know how evil. I was going to say, at least you were having some, you know, not abstinence-only education, but obviously nothing worthwhile. That's oh, a mess. absolutely nothing worthwhile. You know, actually, I will say I had a um, – the the people who came in to do our school were pretty pretty good. I remember asking a question not anonymously. I raised my hand to ask it. There was like a any questions moment. They should have made it anonymous. Um, and I was like, yeah, what's the difference between urine – and I think I said pee because I was a child um, – and semen? And she was like, oh, it's a really good question. So semen. And she like explained it. Oh, And I was yeah. like, great, thanks. Because you're like, there's liquid coming out of my penis yeah, how in do this you know scenario. So right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure in high school we found out what a condom was, but they didn't tell us like how we could use it or that we were allowed to use it when we weren't married. Like, they were just like, here's a, a costume for your penis. <laughs> it's a penis rain jacket. <laughs> oh, Mom, it's raining. <laughs> Got any rubbers? <laughs> we didn't even get the like... Here's how to put it on a banana situation. None of that. Oh. Kind of awful, I think. Banana is also uh, not great for fifth graders. You should be like, here's how to put it on a gherkin. <laughs> oh. a gherkin. Here's a tiny condom on a tiny penis that you it's can like understand. Finger condoms. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, I. I mean, I was jerking off at that age, though. Like I could have. Oh yeah, I, I was off. sexually active, if you would. So it would be would have been important information to have. Totally. I mean. Condoms, not, you weren't having sex, you were jerking off. I was jerking off and I couldn't even ejaculate. No, I same. Sam Z's, I jerked off before I could come. I yeah. think I was like 10 or 11. Uh-huh, for yeah. sure. Neighborhood kids are bad influences. No, I know. <laughs> I, I remember the very first time, too, I was sitting there just like, uh, people talked about it on the bus so much going home that I was like, something's got to be going on Back here. Back of the bus, always. So, exactly. And so I was like, I guess like just like laying on the bed watching TV, like playing with it, and then something started to feel good. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, your body just kind of leads you to that place if you let it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's amazing what instinct will do. But yeah, nothing came out for like two years. No, I remember actually it hurting a little bit or being uncomfortable, I think, because there's no release, you know? Oh, maybe, yeah. I didn't know what an orgasm was. I like remember hearing the word and seeing the word and being like, what is that? It's very hard to explain in Uh a definition what an orgasm is. Well, that's true. And then all that you hear is that you're going, that something's going to come out from the older kids you know mm-hmm. but like i was shooting blanks oh yeah so it took me a while to realize i was doing what they were describing because i just wasn't i was not physically mature enough yet to you're 33 now you're still shooting blanks <laughs> nope uh so bad he didn't uh have a journal back then to write down um the first day you did the first come. day that i do now why what happened well i got a birthday gift from my friend who's really into journaling who's that Shut up. Uh, Mike gave me a journal. I'm going to... I'm Fergus? going to <laughs> give it a try. Uh, so much of my life right now revolves around five-year journaling, and I have no experience with it. Are so you going to really see. do it? I'm going to try it for sure. I I'm not him. committing to anything yet. I'm going to uh, see yes. how it feels. I got him a journal as a little like, oh, like a little a nod, but I, did not, I do not expect you to. Well, it's very cute, to too. So it's, it's so like, cute. Yeah, it's a nice little ornament for my bedside table. Well, let me know how it goes, and I will press you to read it later. I will. Well, years. if we're still doing this in five years, we'll see see where... If we're still doing this. This is part of my retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> Your retirement plan is looking a little ragged. It's <sighs> because you keep throwing that shit around. Are you ready to get into the podcast? But what do you do if I say no? Well, I guess we could go get lunch. <laughs> I'm very food motivated. That sounds good. We're doing this first. Okay. Thank mm-hmm. you.
There's upside down writing on this page. <laughs> you wrote all the way around the perimeter. Uh, we are in 2013, November 22nd. <laughs> November 23rd. I don't even get to hear. <laughs> There's only two lines. It's not very exciting. Uh, November 23rd, Bermuda. My port manning, though we didn't arrive until 5 p.m. Uh, oh, so that's fine. No big deal. Went to club with whole crew. Uh, so you're port manning and you went to a club, so club on the ship. Went to the club. Um no no there's no club on the ship so i must oh. have i think i got off somehow if it was like there's no club on the ship isn't there usually a dance yeah club? sorry there's like a sure there's like an old people disco top there's not a, i wouldn't have called that thing a club <laughs> all right fine um you went to the club this is kind of out of order because you went to the club with the whole crew left early but fun last full white night so you wouldn't have gone to the club and then gone to dinner right <laughs> or no. gone to do a show sometimes i do that i'll like I'm like, oh, I've missed a detail, so I obviously wanted oh, to write okay. that. Uh-huh. Okay. So to paint the picture in order, you um, you had your last full white night, you had a prime C dinner with your cast, and then you went to the club and left early. Guess so. Ooh, ooh, ooh. November 24th, you left Bermuda. Goodbye. I left the club early? Uh-huh. Yeah, I never. Just left I, early, but fun. I <gasps> always ghost a club. What? Sorry, I didn't tell you. One of the nights out in New York, we went to therapy and then went to industry and danced me and my two girlfriends danced the night away we danced a little bit at therapy peter was there and then he was like i want to go home we were like i'm peter we are just getting started so we went across the street to industry and danced until like 3 a.m that sounds so fun i'm never in that mood like i really i want to i have been before but it's hard to get there i had like I had the music in me, as they say. I, we were at therapy. Got and, the music in me. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Let go. The new radicals. Yeah. Oh, good for you knowing that. Um, we were at the first bar and drinking, and the music was really good. And like Lizzo, and then Beyonce, and then Britney came on. I'm like, and no one was like in a dancey place yet. Wait, so, there was gay music playing at the gay club? Weird. Beyonce doesn't say much about the gays, does she? Lizzo does. Lizzo's like, I love gay boys. From the playboys to the gay boys. Go and slay boys. You my playboys. Um, she does pretty explicitly. Uh, Beyonce, uh, like she was given a GLAAD award. She is oh, very, really? yeah, yeah. She and Jay-Z actually. Oh, did not know given, that. given one together. Yeah, they, she is very supportive of the gays. She's just kind of quiet about her activism a lot of the time. Hmm. Um, at the first bar, no one was like in a dancey place yet. The people I was with weren't yet there. And so, I, but I was. And so I kept getting up and going to try to dance with strangers. <laughs> I would like fade into the dance floor and dance for like 30 seconds. Like, oh, no one wants to dance with me. So then I'd <laughs> go back to the table. See, <laughs> I wish you could see Cam's version of fading in. It just like looked kind of like Gumby. Imagine Gumby <laughs> trying to like just blend into the crowd. I would just like face them, my friends, and make eye contact and then slowly back into the crowd. <laughs> Um, but then when we got to industry, the music was so good and we just danced the night away. It was oh, so fun. And then we got so fun. street meat on the way home. Ew. It was so good. We are talking about edible meat. <laughs> Not cock. Just to be clear. Mm-hmm. Street meat. Street just like meat. Homeless yep. dick. <gasps> I gasped before I even finished that. I shocked myself. Oh, Lord. Not to disparage. Homeless people, I just mean to disparage mm. you and your um, unsatiable cock lust. <laughs> it's insatiable, you ignorant bitch. Oh. Um, November 24th, you left Bermuda. You went on a walk with Mick and Kick in the morning. A little beach FOMO. DJ Matt went, made a reel, gotta send it out. It's like a 
performer's resume so people can see clips of you mm-hmm. like a highlight reel mm-hmm. um november 25th you had dinner and drinks with anton and olga we'll definitely miss them oh so yeah yeah um what does this mean on november 26th you were in miami exclamation point all caps crossed over yeah you made it barely off because of immigration and drills etc but used my phone it always happens when you, uh, the first time you get back to America after being in Europe or wherever for a long time on a cruise ship, there's a massive immigration process, the whole ship and the crew has to help and everybody's passport, guests and crew has to be checked by immigration who comes in the ship. It's a, a full nightmare. They come on the ship? They come on the ship. Nobody's yeah. allowed off. The whole ship is like, you're frozen until, um, you know, security or whatever approves that everybody's legally there and they check the ship and all kinds of crap. Wow. So it, it's a long day. It's a long, terrible day always. And it's just the worst because it's after a long journey to America. And then you're like, <laughs> let me off this fucking ship. It happened. I've done three contracts and all three times that has happened. Wow. Yuck. No, thank you. But my phone again, I'm just probably thrilled for that. I'm sure you were. Your old cast was gone. New is here. Oh yeah. So, um, the Anton Lola, the uh-huh. sweet Ukrainians, K, and awful lead singer. <laughs> I was like, sweet K, sweet Anton, sweet Ola, and awful lead singer. <laughs> hey, she made nicknames or nicknames. Um, they all leave, and then me, Argentina, Michaela, and another J um, stick around to help the other, the new cast transition. Which I think is, is still really fun. It sounds like a, it's great. a bit of a party. Yeah, it was great. Um. So the next day, it's a C day. So, wow, you were in Miami for just a second. Um, C day, you worked on Christmas songs a little more. <laughs> Christmas song a little more. Great workout. Love the new room with Michaela. Do wish Argentina and I didn't pointlessly hate each other. So oh. you've moved in with your bestie. I have. Escaped from that little gray cloud. Like that as soon as I get out, there's some perspective. I was like, oh, well, oh well. <laughs> Wish this wasn't so sour. Isn't there some uh, issue with uh, with these ships with HR, with men and women living together usually? Uh, Did I make that up? No, there is. Um, Michaela and I have evaded that three different times. Uh, I think for this, they didn't care because we were just in guest rooms for like a month. They mm-hmm. didn't, wasn't a de- nobody gives a shit about us at this point. Yep. And uh, one time we, we, have a, we had a lease together, so we lied and said we were in a relationship. And I was like, call me gay. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a dick in your butt right now like, <laughs> i am what i say i am uh, november 28th lots of activities nice guests but just tired of it thanksgiving oh this is thanksgiving so mm-hmm. you're still bitching even though it's a holiday <laughs> didn't get to talk to family can't wait for christmas rough attempt at tagiva food thanksgiving tea giving food Tea give food on ship. You just read the word Thanksgiving. You couldn't figure out that that abreve. Capital T, lowercase gi, what looks like VA. That does not look like Thanksgiving in any way, shape, or form. Nicely, please. Nicely. Yeah, that's confusing. Okay. I need you to have this book laminated so you can stop bitching about how I treat it, which is like a book. I've got to talk to you like we talk to the dogs and we give them treats. Nice. Take it nice. (laughs) Gentle. Um, okay, so let's unpack this a little bit because not even Thanksgiving could bring you out of this funk. Well, I'm not in a funk. I think Thanksgiving actually is specifically worse. If you're not home, I'm stuck at work in Thanksgiving with, and there's like three Americans on the ship. So that's, there's no Thanksgiving and it's just like really, we're in America, it's all around, but I'm not a part of it. It's just kind of rubbed in your face. I guess that's true. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I was happy to be out of the, or in the room with Michaela. What funk are you reading? 
Um, nice guess, but just tired of it. Hmm. Didn't get to talk to family. Can't wait for Christmas. So you're just like, and then rough again, attempt at Thanksgiving food on the ship. It just doesn't seem like a very happy day. No, I think Thanksgiving on the ship was typically hard. Okay. That makes sense. Now that you lay it out, um, Thanksgiving in, when I lived in Korea was, it was really fun, but also it made me miss home like worse Mm -hmm. than anything. But, um, it's really hard. They don't, people don't eat turkey in Korea, generally mm-hmm. speaking, but you can get it if you like, they're very expensive, but like you go to like the American store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there was always this big, huge pitch in and everyone just make their favorite thing. And uh, everyone That's would pitch fun. in money for the turkey and someone would go find an oven big enough to make a turkey in our little Korean apartments. Aww. And it was, it was like, it was just a real community effort. You know, a if you wanted giving is great. Yeah. If you wanted it to be good and taste like home, you had to go to great lengths. People had ingredients sent from home. Wow. We would go to like, we would go to different Across parts the of the city to buy, uh, to, you know, to buy things like fried onions, like they go on top of mm-hmm. green bean casserole. Oh, I know. French's My fried absolute onions. favorite dish sent from America because there was no way to get them. I am now in the mood for Thanksgiving food. Can we get that somewhere? <gasps> I don't think we can. What? Wait, I've been in the mood this? for like a couple weeks for Thanksgiving food, and I know it's coming up like relatively soon, but mm-hmm. I want it now. I want it now. <gasps> what? I want a feast. <laughs> I want a bean feast. Cream buns Nobody and donuts. Nobody wants a so bean good. feast. You could go nuts. Something. Oh, fuck. Cream buns and donuts. And fruitcake with no nuts. So good it could go nuts. Give I, it to me now. Wow, I'm impressed you know all the lyrics. What is a bean feast? That must be something British, right? I don't. I think she literally just means I want to eat a lot of beans. That can't possibly be what that means. I want a feast. You ate before you came to the factory. I want a bean feast. One of those. I I want to tell you what a bean feast is because it's not just a bunch of eating beans. According to Wikipedia, a bean feast... Followed by a fart feast. (laughs) 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 Me, me, me. Um... A bean feast was an informal term for a celebratory meal or party, especially an annual summer dinner given by an employer to his or her employees, probably derived from a tradition in the Low Countries at Twelfth Night. By extension, colloquially, it describes any festive occasion with a meal and perhaps an outing. It's very British. Should we have a bean feast after this recording? Yeah. Um, we're going to find Thanksgiving food. Okay. Anyway. Wait a second. I've got just the thing. Don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> what you got there, Mikey? A um, pumpkin pie Pop-Tart. And how Thanksgiving is that? It is like, kind of shockingly <laughs> on point. It's exactly what I needed. It really perked uh, me up. Thank God we're in pumpkin season. What would we have done I don't know, if man. I read this around Easter? <laughs> You can't make me an egg. I don't know. <laughs> Rabbit. Oh. You eat a peep. Oh, no. You can't have marshmallows either. Just ah! Some grass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready to get back into the journal now that you had your pumpkin pie itch scratch? <laughs> yes. So and gross. also there are vegan marshmallows at Trader Joe's. Are Shout there? Out. Yeah. They're really good. Wonderful. All righty. So. Wait. I got lost. Thrilling. <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> so oh here we are um november 29th you were in st john u.s virgin island mm-hmm. first time we've been here yeah I um i have so many questions about the uh, virgin island so you can well as someone who's been there once let me tell you all the answers beautiful <laughs> only the ones then uh, a few times i don't know okay uh trunk bay with kick and mick for an hour truck slash taxi a catamaran tour what because you didn't have enough time on goddamn boats <laughs> i know <laughs> 
I really was sick of boats at a point. I was like, no more. You know, it'd be really fun. Let's get on a boat. <laughs> um, then you went snorkeling. Amazing. Good music. Playing and rum. <laughs> Wi-Fi, but couldn't upload real. Hmm. I don't remember that day. <laughs> specifically because of the rum because of the rum also like all your caribbean days probably like they blur together blur together so hard except for like one i think it's coming up soon there's one place that was pretty magical but other than that these are all just fun drunk days lots okay. of snorkeling lots of pretty yeah um next day you're in uh mary go st martin st martin mm-hmm. yeah margo yeah there's a uh, the french and dutch sides okay cool it's- you went to the beach you Bought sun chairs and took a taxi across the island. To the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then you're in Rousseau, Dominica. Crew tour to Trafalgar Falls through nature. Oh, pretty. So beautiful. Yeah. Tanned on deck 11 after. Got a a stock photo of me and a waterfall from there. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. I guess the Caribbean's kind of small because you can be in different places every day. It's like... Yeah, I mean, even in Europe, though, we were in different places every day. That's true. You went from Dominica to St. Kitts. You're in Basaterra. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Basaterra? Uh, sure, that. St. Kitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, a taxi to Friars Beach with Mick and Kit. God, you guys are just living your best beach life. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're not performing anymore. Right. Yeah, not doing shit. Um, amazing day. Parked at Beach Shack. Volleyball and kite. Oh, you brought your kite, you baby. <gasps> um, you. Oh! Here it is. Urchin? Stepped on an urchin. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Then White Knight rehearsal. Um, uh, this is a fun one. Kick and I like to play. Michaela likes to tan. So. <laughs> we're not tan necessarily. She reads. She wants to chill. Sure, yeah. And we want to run around and play. Uh-huh. Um, so we're playing volleyball and it was really just like way too hot and we're exerting so much effort. So we're like, all right, let's volley it a couple times and then our reward will be the ocean. Mm-hmm. So we do that, and then we run Baywatch style into the ocean. And um, like six steps in, I uh, hard, hard step on an urchin. It was a pain like I had never experienced. I wasn't sure what it was. I was like, fuck. And I just like hobbled out and kick. I was like, what is going on? And we get out of the water, and I look, and there's like 13 um, urchin spines. What are they called? Uh-huh. Spines, spines. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, in my foot. And I couldn't, like, walk on it. The pressure just put them mm-hmm. in deeper. So um, we were, like, pretty far from the ship. And also we were having a really fun day, and I didn't want to ruin the day. So uh, we think Michaela or someone went to go. They both left me, those bitches. Um, <laughs> I think they were. interested w- to know if they remember this the same way, <laughs> that they left you because they were being bitches. Kind of doubt it. No, no, no. So I parked at a, like a little shack. Um, and these two lovely ladies who were the barkeeps there were helping me try and get it out. Um, Michaela and Kick, I think, went to go find a doctor or back on the ship or something, mm-hmm. whatever. And um, while I'm there in, in the bar, the two ladies were trying some unconventional things. First, uh lady takes a pin out of her apron and... <laughs> Lights it on fire to sterilize it. I was like, where is this going? Oh, pin, P-I-N? Yes, pin. <laughs> I imagine she like like a, a credit card pin, like, <laughs> like a ballpoint. I was like... A credit card pen, yeah. Uh-huh. A you know what I mean? Tense, uh-huh. That's the other kind of pen that you'd have in your apron. Did you hear I said so, that? I said it right. Pen. So we saw there. Somebody uh, yelled at us on Twitter for, like, you're allowed to say 
Quam with no L. <laughs> oh, did they? I missed that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quams. Anyway, she takes out her pen <laughs> and lights on the fire to sanitize it, I suppose, which is great. Takes a uh, bottle of rum. First gives me a swig. Oh. I was like, thank it's you. like some pirate shit here. <laughs> then pours it on my foot. Then gets butter. She puts butter on my foot. That's not sanitary. No. And then... <laughs> Holds the lighter to my foot. I was like trying to set my foot on fire. I don't know if butter is flammable or what. I was like, what? Was she like a local human? Or a local human. She's local. A local person. So maybe it was an old trick she I, knew. Yeah, I was really just putting all my faith in them. Mm-hmm. Michaela and Christian are gone. I was like, well, I guess this is fine. I guess you can light my foot on fire. It's the only way. I'm letting her do that. Then she's digging at it with the pen. Pen. Um, hmm? You said pen. If I'm going to get a hard time for mispronouncing that okay, word, you're going to say it the right way, motherfucker. I didn't even realize, but you need to calm right down because this is your fault. You're, I will not. You are influencing me. I have pain. I have qualms with this. Oh, yeah. That's perfectly understandable. <laughs> um, eventually, after a very long time, none of this is working. Michaela and Kit come back like, great. We talked to the doctor and the doctor said, just leave it. It'll fall on its own. I'm like, oh, great. So I'm glad that I had like this um, uh-huh. open pin surgery in the bar. <laughs> Uh, to finish the day, I was like soaking my foot in water all day because I didn't want to. We didn't leave the beach. We stayed because I want to have a good time. Uh-huh. Eventually, I hobble back to the ship. And they say, don't touch it. Just leave it. And it was like seven months later that they eventually fell out. And just for months, I couldn't put full pressure in those spots on my foot. And oh, they, they were in there deep. Seven months is a long time. Very long time. It's in the journal at some point. It's like, Urchin came out today. <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of you. Uh, I have a sea urchin story, too, just from last summer. Oh, what uh, happened? We were in Croatia. We were on Havar, uh, and we were at this little beach club, and they had... So much shit in Croatia. Um, I, I know. Uh, we had, They had, like, the like stairs from this beach club down into the ocean, the mm-hmm. Adriatic right there, and it's really rocky. Um, and people were out there, like, on rafts and stuff, and I didn't know. There was no signs up that said, like, there are sea urchins everywhere, apparently. Uh, it's very common there, especially in these, like, between the rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on a raft... And I like slipped off the wrap and stepped down really Ugh. hard and I stepped on one. Um, and you're right. Pain like nothing I've ever experienced because they're poisonous. Like it's it's like a bee sting, but then it's embedded in you and you can't get it out. And they also, what people don't realize is they're super brittle um, and they're also barbed. So they break off immediately, but they're barbed. So you can't dig them out like a splinter because they like the barbs go the other direction. Yeah. Um, and so I had all these little black dots and the people at this beach club were so fucking unhelpful. They were just like opposite of mine. They're like, yeah, it happens. Uh, it was like, do you have a knife or something? I was freaking out because it burned so bad. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, it feels like you got stung 10 times on the bottom of your foot. I was like, what? I, I need to get this out. Like I was full panicking. I was like, do you have a, a pin pin or do you have a knife or something? And they were just like, no, walked away. I was oh. like, oh, Cool, 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 cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's so, like a perfect illustration. You were at a bougie club, and uh-huh. I was at a little shack on an island, and the ladies at the shack were like all willing to give up the rest of their day and help me out, and uh-huh. people in the club were like, nope, fuck you, good yeah, luck. Yeah, exactly. I was so pissed. So finally, the pain went away, and I had uh, I did some Googling, vicious, fast Googling, and uh, one thing people tell you to do is soak it in hot pee. Um, because the vinegar helps to dissolve the spines. We did discuss this. Um, and then I, I, re- so glad we I continued to read and it was like, you don't actually have to use pee if you, uh, if you can get vinegar, just literally microwave vinegar until it's so, like, you can barely stand it heat wise and then soak your foot. And so we like looked up the Croatian word for vinegar, went to the one little grocery store on the Island. And that night I soaked 
both of my feet because after the the one stopped hurting on my right foot, I got back in the water very gingerly just to cool down a little bit. No. I, and you stepped, stepped on a second one on my other kidding? foot. No. I couldn't even go in the ocean for like a week. One day I stepped on two sea urchins because I was there's a staircase and everyone's right there. Like I had been further out when so I stepped on it. Safe. So I assumed it was safe. But no, I found the one that was right under the stairs <laughs> oh, with my sucks. other foot. So I had sea urchin spines in both of my feet for but the a vinegar. Long time. No. The vinegar calmed it down, um, and it may have. It took about a month for some of the spines to work their way out, mm-hmm. but work their ways out. Um, but that was the worst of it. I, they, you know, I I think a month at most, and yeah. then I sent a text message to Peter and our friend that we were that we were traveling with. I was like, last spine fell out. <laughs> it's a momentous occasion. It really, really like, is. Oh, finally. It's Fuck. also crazy how your skin just like continues to regenerate under there and just like mm-hmm. pushes it out eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, uh, after a while it wasn't like painful anymore. They were just in there. But like every now and then I would be running or walking or something. And I just step on it in the exact right spot mm-hmm. and be reminded. Yes. I still have like phantom urchin pains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's really, really awful. I don't care for that at, at all. Yeah. This has been urchin corner. Sorry that happened. <laughs> for you um <laughs> you really didn't go too much into it on uh in your journal maybe you're writing it a day or two later but no, you, I, it just said stepped on urchin ouch i knew i'd remember i was oh. like this is a story <laughs> um you were in nevis the next day uh you got off the ship after sleeping in nevis and nuthead <laughs> <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. Um, off after sleeping in, run down place with no commercialism. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, private beach with good Wi-Fi. Thank God. Um, I'm so... Basic's really the only word. I think I've grown a lot since this journal. I think you I'm, have also... You wanted to be connected. And I just... Yeah, it had been a long time. Been a long time, long time. Shouldn't have left you, left you. Without a phone, people. Step two. Step two. Step two. <laughs> May she rest in peace. Queen of the Is band. that her? Aaliyah? Yeah. That song? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you ran into a bunch of people. You had a nice sunset swim, and the new cast opened a show. Jesus. Nevis, then St. Bart's. There aren't a lot of taxis these days. Nevis and Barthead. Uh... <laughs> That is something about the Caribbean. You like can't you spend half your time and money on taxis. You like you need it to get around. There was oh, no. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, oh, this is uh, where the the beach where the airplanes land right overhead. Oh yeah, airplane beach. Beautiful beach with white sand and crystal clear water. Second to last white night. Guests so sweet and complimenting. When is this last fucking white night? I feel like we've heard final white night eight know. times. <laughs> End it. <laughs> End it. Uh, Virgin Gorda BVIs. Off to the baths and Devil's Cave with Michaela. The Devil's Cave sounds like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the way your parents refer to a butthole. And I'll be playing around in that Devil Cave. <laughs> Wearing the Devil's panties to cover up your Devil's Cave. Oh my God! What are the Devil's panties? Just like that's from um, <laughs> Miss Congeniality. The the little you've never seen Miss Congeniality. No. Wait. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that me? what this podcast is now with the movies I haven't yes, seen? Yes, <laughs> it is. Today it is. Really? Yeah, I know like all the main quotes. Um, do. Do tell the class. Um, favorite date. Oh, no, that's... That is um, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Nope. Um, 
It's absolutely miscongeniality. Tell me you've seen Drop Dead Gorgeous. I have. That one I've seen. Isn't Drop Dead Gorgeous April 26th? Not too cold, not too warm? Nope, that's That's miscongeniality. Oh, okay. I think it's April 27th, but that's fine. Uh, Close to fuck enough for not seeing it. For those of you screaming into your headphones right now, we looked it up. We were both wrong. It is, in fact... April 25th. Because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Um... Okay, well, that's kind of disappointing. We might have to watch that one. That's a really good have, watch. Sandra Bullock is a treasure. Ooh, you know what? Could someone give us a list of all the things that we've mentioned? <laughs> I, would, I would like a list of Our all... Our intern's working on it. <laughs> all the movies we said. If anyone's looking for an unpaid internship... <laughs> in podcasting, into the fast-paced world of podcasting... Yeah, we're here for do that. Do we have a job it's gonna for you? It's going to be great for your resume. Um, it's going to be a lot of work and no anything in return. It's <laughs> a really good actor joke. Great for your resume. Yeah. It'll be great. It's exposure. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll pay you an exposure. We'll expose ourselves to you. <laughs> we will expose the shit out of you. <laughs> Exposing the number. Either way, it's not good, y'all. I wouldn't sign up for this job. We will expose ourselves to you. Sometimes you look at the microphone and cross your eyes like, what? What? Just trying to Speaking reverse of crossing my eyes, that's what I want to do tonight. I want to get the strongest edible known to man because my tolerance is through the roof and... Get high as a fucking kite while I watch either Miss Congeniality or Moulin Rouge or So high that you're, you go cross-eyed. <laughs> Great. Sounds like a party. Imagining love, it now. I love that you were like, I want to do something fun tonight. <laughs> do you want to go to Taco Bell? <gasps> yes. Wow, that was too easy. <laughs> I was just making a Mean Girls reference. What? <laughs> you took me seriously. You want to do something fun? Do you want to go to Taco Bell? Is that Mean Girls? Yes. That is the least quoted thing from Mean Girls I've ever heard. Oh my God. No, it's not. You hang out with the wrong people. <laughs> Looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Just threw myself under the bus. Just like Karen. Nope. Uh, Gretchen. Nope. Ooh, Regina. <sighs> that was like giving birth. <laughs> it was tough to watch. Like tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that throwback. Um, after, so Bath and Devil's Cave with Michaela. Oh, Leanne and Alice, guests, gave us snorkels and we swam the reef, walked through amazing grottos and rock formations back. This is my full Little Mermaid dream. Oh. It was so amazing, so beautiful. Never have I felt more like Ariel. I So we got snorkels. We did not intend on snorkeling this day. Kick wasn't with us. Okay. Um, it was just me and Michaela. We borrow these guests' snorkels and fins and shit, which is like very kind of them. Uh-huh. Um, you snorkel like around a rock formation, looking at all the beautiful fish and wreaths and shit, and then you come out in like a secluded area you can only get to from the snorkeling, and you walk through this like beautiful grotto where you're you're wading through about a foot of water, and it's just crystal blue. You could see like fish at your feet, and the rocks are huge and in such a way that light beams are just shining across in all different angles. Oh it wow! Was so 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 stunning. You paint quite a picture. It's nice when I use that for for good instead of for semen. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not always super thrilled with your ability to describe things in epic detail. So Anyway, it was very beautiful, and uh, Kick was stuck on the ship for his part manning. When we got back, he was like, how was it? And we were like, it was fine. We didn't want to... We don't want to give him any unneeded FOMO. You want to tell him that it was your favorite place you've been to on this entire yeah, cruise? It was amazing. And I think a year later, he did this contract again, and, and he got to go and see it. And he was like, 
you guys didn't tell me it was fucking amazing. We were like, oh yeah, it was the best thing ever. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't want to give you FOMO, but he was mad because he's like, I could have missed it if you didn't tell me. Yeah, like, well, that's kind of true. We thought we were doing a good thing. Yeah. It's hard. Parents don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty adorable. I love your dynamic with Kick and Michaela. Like, you, you and Michaela decided, let's just be really sweet to him and like not... <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> not make him Snorkeled feel... And, and yeah. then also them going to find you a doctor, but then you and Christian, like, we have to play. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Um, okay. Uh, December 6th, it was a sea day. Tons of activities. Gym first thing in the morning. LCV. God damn it. Remind me what that means. Every time. It was that stupid show where I walked on stage and he was oh, like, no, nope, you're not song. singing. <laughs> okay, great. LCV. Filming. Have yourself tonight. Well, fucking finally. You've rehearsed this for a month. We watched it last night, the three of us. It is it's really good. I, it was the so same cute. one? Yeah. Oh my God. You watched it last night just for funsies? The, the Yeah, the video we made for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas yeah. because we were, I was editing an episode where we first mentioned it and uh, I was like, oh, and I yeah, went back to look. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Like, what a random thing. I'd really like to see that one day. Maybe, maybe our listeners would like to see it as well. <gasps> maybe they would. Would you be willing to share it? No yeah, promises. I mean, it's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> leaked <laughs> along with your b-hole pics um said no one this I, has been a really clean episode it has i had to mention your butthole at least once your well, devil's no, cave no, you, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> there are no there are absolute dick pics of me floating around there's no butthole pics i promise you <laughs> because i don't want to see that who wants to see my butthole We've t- that's rhetorical <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this at length, but the idea of like getting on all fours in front of a tripod is just really a big ask. And I there's don't... a lot of us. There's a lot of people doing that. Us. That's what you said. There's a lot of us. Oh, did I? Doing I didn't. That. Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need a tripod. I just have Cam get up in there. Ew. Ew. That's so intimate. Uh, oh. Nobody can see the, the sad little puppy face you're making. December 7th says, Kicks last night said we were his best friends. Was Aww, that sad? That's so sweet. Um, was that sad? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My God. No, I don't mean that in like a um, uh, heartless way, which is, I am heartless. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, you know how in an episode of Shit's Creek where Alexis and David are both like having an emotional day, I think David just had a breakup or something and they both need to be about themselves as per usual. And David's like, no, Alexis, it's my turn for a selfish. Something like that. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> well, it was sort of the situation. So Kick is leaving and Michaela was, I have, that was the first time I had seen her so upset. So, so, so upset. Oh, she to, loved him. Mm-hmm, she did. It's, it's all over now. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, she was very upset. Sorry. Like I wasn't sad because it was, she got to focus all the sad energy. You know what I mean? She got to keep it. So I was the, I was the, happy maker oh okay i understand (laughs) so did you in turn i did did not i was not sad because i didn't have the chance to be had you already planned on like your next time that you would see him or anything like that do you know we hadn't we actually uh no we ended up seeing him like a couple months after we hadn't planned it out yet um we probably were talking about it uh we did go a whole year without seeing each other once (gasps) really yeah which we forget about a huge gap in our friendship oh that's funny isn't it weird how those things fade into the background when you look uh when you look backward, you're like, the timeline just gets off. Totally. Um, and all you think about is the time that you spent together. So you're like, was there a full year yeah. between seeing each other? That's crazy. As we're wrapping this journal up, I was talking to Mikhail and Christian, and I was like, 
you guys are not going to be leads anymore. Like pretty soon you are for a while will be removed to background cameo characters. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that was funny. Um, just to finish this entry, um, packed for cabin move. I thought you already moved with into We Kira. did, but because it was in a guest cabin, oh. a guest had booked the cabin we were in, so we had to move to a different fucking oh guest God, cabin. What a pain in the ass. It was such a pain in the ass, and there was so much shit collected. Let me tell you, it was a challenge. Well, you already talked about how Michaela couldn't barely get home on an airplane. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, packed for cabin move and tried to avoid uh, two of the mean girls uh, manipulating into window room. Oh, uh, I think we got the impression that one of the rooms, there was two guest rooms and one of them had a window and one did not. Oh, and, oh, oh. and it was Argentina in one of the, and Argentina is like in charge J's. of everything all the yeah. time. So it was like, absolutely not. So I think, I don't know how we sidestepped that, but we did get the window room. <gasps> oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's starting to win some battles here at the end of the contract. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't open windows anyway. I know. As we have long I mean, discussed. Actually, no one can open a window and, and, and that level of the ship. It's very dangerous. <laughs> oh, really? It's up high. No, it's low, so the water's going to come oh. in. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Two reasons that windows probably shouldn't open on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's very dangerous. Sink a ship. Is Loose this episode sinking? Is this, sh- this episode is called Loose Lips. Why? Loose, links, loose Lips Sink Ships. This episode is not called that or fuse. <laughs> loose Lips Sink Ships. Have you never heard that before? I have. I'm trying to make All it your time filthy. On- oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take you long. Um, I want to say why this reminds me. <laughs> Speaking of loose lips, I've seen a very fair amount of um, vaginas for a homosexual. Define fair amount, and whose are whose vaginas are we talking? Like friends, family? I mean, no, family. Jesus Christ, <laughs> friends for various reasons. <laughs> they were shown for lots of things. I won't get into here, but you know, you have mentioned it a few times that you have seen. I mean, a larger than average amount of your friend's vaginas. <laughs> larger than average. <laughs> <laughs> amount of genitals. Is that a strange thing yeah. for gay men? For like, I don't know. I've been naked around my friends. I've been like skinny dipping with some of my friends before. Yeah, and I'm not talking like spread legs, like investigating. I'm really glad. We all are glad. Although like... You know, if I wasn't married and I had, like, a weird thing, I would show you. I'd be like, can you tell me if this is, like, okay? Your marriage is what stops you from... I, I hope other things are in the way of you showing me your penis Yeah, as well. because I have... I wouldn't do it without asking. But I mean, I have a person to look at weird things. But, like, mm. if... Uh, you know how people can, like... Oh, sure. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, like I need a... There's, like, a mole. Or there's a, is this normal? That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Thank you for understanding. Gotcha. We are that level, level of friends. I'd be like, I don't really want to show this to you, but I don't want to go to the doctor unless I have to. So can you tell me? There's absolutely a photo in our message thread that I saw recently. And I think it was something along the lines of... It was a Fire Island look and i was like i'm not showing you this to be disgusting but is this enough pubes or something like that <laughs> i sent you a photo of me like basically naked looking i was like just look, don't look at most of this look at part of this <laughs> you just covered up the franken beans gherkin and beans <laughs> um also uh i know we gotta go but they're um do you remember this photo? I was, yeah, oh, yeah, I absolutely do. Um, I remember, or I was reminded in New York, I saw some of our friends, Aaron and Sam. Hey, Aaron and Sam. Uh, and we were hanging out. Both gender neutral names. You're right. You'll never know if they're men or women. And Sam reminded. Spoiler alert. We have no male friends. 
<laughs> Sam reminded me of uh, Taint or No Taint. Oh, yeah. Too often for this game where we took a close-up picture of... Not just the two of us. It was a group of us and a bunch of straight boys from a cast we used to yeah, be like in. Yeah, 40 of us are playing this game. It was a lot of people. And we'd zoom in on crevices and have the receiver of the picture figure out whether it was a taint asshole or just some other crevice we manipulated. It was, yeah, it was usually like a close-up picture of like a like a leg. But, you know, when it's just skin and hair, you're like, what, a, what am I looking at right now? Sometimes it was a taint. Sometimes it was a taint. And I will say the taints always came from straight boys. Yeah, they'd love to show us the taint. I will say these are also the people who created a nude calendar for one of our friend's birthdays. That yeah. we're both in? We did. We Everyone. It, oh, my God. Yeah. They crowdsourced tasteful nudes from all of his best <laughs> friends. This is for a straight boy. And one of our friends who's a designer put it all together into a calendar and had to print it up for his 30th birthday party. So we, there's all pictures of us just like just barely covering up. <laughs> And, Mine's and, got a lot of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could find those pictures. Could those make it on the Instagram? I don't think. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen much worse on Instagram. Okay. I mean, would you be willing? <laughs> well, I got Photoshop now. <laughs> we can do some sensor bars. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Blurred, dark crotch area. <laughs> I want to make it clear that there were no T or A uh, that was actually shown. But it was it was tasteful nudes in that we were all just like barely covered up. Why specifically tits or ass? Would you are you concerned about vagina or penis? There's no T A P or V. <laughs> yeah, there was no T A P or V. I did Photoshop a bird flying out of my crotchal region. You did. I put like a weird picture of New York City behind me and like had a <laughs> bottle of wine in front of my penis. <laughs> Artistic choices. Yeah, it was. It was as trashy as I am. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, I would like to see those pictures. Should we make a nude my best friend's journal calendar? Ooh, maybe when we reach enough listeners. January's uh, Fergus. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we promise everyone a nudie calendar and it's just pictures of the dogs. <laughs> They're nude. Although Eleanor has been wearing underwear still, so I don't know. <laughs> we call them her pants. It's more dignified than diaper. Oh, it's a diaper. Dapey. <laughs> but we've already been over that. We sure have. So oh, we're repeating ourselves. We got to go. If folks want more, my best friend's journal. And why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? I ask you where they can find us as though I don't know. I'll tell you. Oh, oh. <laughs> you can find us on social media at MBFJ Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Insta, Twitter, and Facebook. And we you can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com or check out our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com. That's absolutely true. And until next week, Mike, always remember... Condoms. More than just a penis rain jacket. This episode brought to you by Trojan Condoms. Unless, like, you want to sponsor us, in which case, email us, mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. But you probably heard all that already. Um, yeah, let us know. We can use the money. Thanks, Trojan. Or Durex, that'd be cool.